Hi, welcome back. I'm Susan Patang from The Quiet Zone Coaching, and you're listening to No More Losers Dating After Divorce. Today, we're going to talk about how to stop waiting for the next thing to happen in your love life. I was actually going to talk about something else today, but I was out driving and I was going to meet my next client, and I realized that about 10 minutes had gone by that I didn't even remember. I was so focused on thinking about that client that I drove on autopilot. I couldn't remember anything about a whole stretch of road. I wasn't being mindful. And not only is that dangerous, but it's also wasted time. Think about this. Every minute we spend focused on something other then the moment right now, what we're experiencing right now, that's wasted. It's gone. We will never get that time back. Now, I know you're thinking, oh, well, of course we have to think about planning and we have to think about learning from the past and what happened. Yes, we do. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But let me ask you this. How much time do you spend imagining possible catastrophes that might happen in your love life? Is your partner going to cheat on you? Are they going to leave you? Are they going to make you unhappy in some way? Are you worried about something that they might do or that they'll find out about something that you did? Are you always focused on whatever the next thing is that might happen? Or conversely, maybe you're spending a lot of time thinking about things that happened in the past. You might have had your feelings hurt and you might have made mistakes or they might have made mistakes and you just can't let it go. And you keep rehashing it over and over in your mind and you relive it over and over in your mind, okay? I want you to consider something. We spend 100% of our lifetime in this moment right now. Think about that. Doesn't it make logical sense to not only focus on this moment right now, but to make the best out of it that we possibly can? And like you were saying before, I know you were asking me this question, that doesn't mean we shouldn't learn from the past or plan for the future. It's not healthy, productive, logical, or even fun to actually live in those places. You cannot go back to the past and change it. You can learn the lesson from it. And then going into the future, you can remember not to do that again or to watch out because somebody might do that to you again. And you want to plan for your future. I mean, of course you have to plan, but the problem arises when you spend all your time there. You want to focus on this moment right now and what's awesome, wonderful, amazing, positive, or something that you can be grateful for in this moment. And there is always something. I promise you, there is always something. Even in the very worst of times, you can say, well, you know what? At least I survived it. Or I know now not to do that again. <laughs> or you might say to yourself, you know what? I'm a badass because I, I just got through that. Okay. So how do we go about training ourselves to be mindful and positive and grateful and learn how to find the awe and wonder and amazement and love 
in the world right now. And I'm going to show you how. Let's get started. It's not as hard as you think. It just takes practice. And this is what I teach my clients when they're discovering how to find the perfect partner for them. They need to learn how to focus on the right now and not keep reliving the past because otherwise you will keep pulling the past into your present relationship. And you're going to pull past hurts into the present. And you're going to be so worried about the future that isn't even here yet that may or may not happen that you're going to actually cause the thing to happen that you're worried about. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's exactly how it works. By the way, if you should have any questions about any of this material, how it works, or how you can find the perfect partner for you, you can go to www.thequietzonecoaching.com. I have a free gift for you, and I'll tell you about it at the end, but you have to listen to the rest of the podcast to get it, okay? So let's get started. The first thing that you need to to learn is how to observe. I want you to observe your environment. I want you to notice how your body feels. I want you to be aware of the emotions that you're experiencing, what's happening around you. Experience your life. Immerse yourself in it. No judgments about what's good or bad or indifferent. Just notice. And here are a couple of fun things that you can do to learn how to observe. You can notice every time you step on your left foot. You can look at your normal day-to-day environment through the eyes of someone who hasn't been there before. Imagine what it would be like if you were somebody who had never been to your house before. What would they see? What, What would they notice? What would it look like? And the third thing is to either wear your favorite perfume or your favorite piece of jewelry or favorite piece of clothing. And every time you are aware that you're wearing it or you see it or you smell that cologne, remember to stay mindful. Remember what's going to to observe what's going on because your, your cologne made you notice the moment. The second part after learning how to observe is learning how to have a positive attitude and an attitude of gratitude. And a really, really easy way to start doing this is to use what I call a life mantra. Okay. And I give these to my clients all the time uh, to teach them how to learn these skills, because what we're doing is we are teaching your subconscious how to do something new without sabotaging you. So how to find positivity and gratitude for the moment is you can use the life mantra that is something good about right now is what? What is something good about right now? Something good for me about right now is that I'm using a brand new microphone that a friend of mine gave me for my birthday. Something else that's good about right now is I've got my little doggies sleeping on the floor behind me. And this microphone is probably good enough that you can't hear them because it's canceling out the snores, but they're there. And I love having them with me when I, when I work, you might have different kinds of life mantras and it doesn't have to be a huge honk and wonderful thing. It can be little small things like, Hey, I made it to work on time, or I got everything done on my shopping list. Uh, Something good about right now is that the sounds of the birds chirping outside is really beautiful. I want you to use this mantra as often as you can for the smallest or the biggest of the great things that you experience every day. Here are some examples that you can use. Something wonderful and awesome about right now is the clean tap water coming out of the faucet. That's a big one, right? The clean water that comes out of your faucet. 
Something good about right now is having this amazing car to drive. No matter how old and decrepit it might be, it's still getting you where you need to go, isn't it? So that's something good about right now. Something good about right now is that my shirt is super soft and comfortable. I was really smart to pick out this shirt to wear today. Something good about right now is that the sun feels great on my skin. Those are all little everyday small things that happen. You get the idea. By using this life mantra, you are training your subconscious mind to be positive and grateful and in this moment right now. And for all the little things that you normally don't notice or take for granted. And that is the key. Okay. So why should we do this? And what does this have to do with your love life? Okay. And I think I hinted at it a little bit before, but the attitude that we send out, the vibe that other people pick up from us, that's going to determine the kind of people who are attracted to us. If we're sending out vibes of neediness and anger and distrust or desperation, potential partners who recognize and are familiar with that kind of attitude are going to start swarming. So you are going to, the result you're going to get, you're going to end up attracting people who are um, going to keep you in a codependent relationship. You're going to attract psychic vampires. You're going to attract users. You're going to attract bullies. But if you are sending out messages, a vibe of positivity, gratitude, awe, wonder, and amazement of the miracles of everyday life, all those little things that we said that were something good about this moment right now, you're going to start to attract people instead who recognize and are familiar with those emotions and those attitudes. So which kind of person would you want to attract? It's common sense, okay? You don't want to attract the ones who are going to be bullies and psychic vampires and users. You're going to want to attract people who are grateful and positive and who find wonder and awe and amazement in daily life because they're going to be the ones that you have the healthiest relationship with. This is only one step to attract the ideal partner for you. What I want you to do is go to uh, www.thequietzonecoaching.com slash services and pick up a perfect partner assessment. Here's the gift that I have for you, a perfect partner assessment. It's free. What we're going to do is talk about the top three things that are holding you back from finding the perfect partner for you and the number one thing that you can start doing right now to find them. So that email, that uh, website again is www.thequietzonecoaching.com. And you want to go to the services page slash services. I look forward to seeing you again or talking to you again next week. Namaste. Have a great one.